This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. They get angry. They turn against him. Why? They were so hung up on their interpretation of the law and the prophets that they couldn't see Jesus when he came on the scene. They'd become so argumentative and ill-tempered and mean-spirited over their position that they'd left the most important things, the things that all the law and the prophets hung on, the only thing, the thing that made it function, the thing that made it work, the thing that made it bless people, the thing that made it change people's lives, the things that made it important, the things that made it effective, they'd left it out. Folks, I want you to know something. There's a lot of churches and there's a lot of preachers And I've got my problems, and I'm not trying to criticize anybody else, but I don't want to have the spirit of the Pharisees. And I don't want our church to have the spirit of the Pharisees because I want you to know something. I can stand here and I can scream at the top of my lungs and preach this and preach that and give you my opinions, but my opinions and my preaching, it does not function if I do not hang it properly on the spirit of, of the scriptures and the spirit of Christ. Hey, look, a closet is designed to organize clothes. A closet is designed to keep clothes up off the ground. A closet is designed to keep clothes from being wrinkled and ruined and trampled under feet. But a closet doesn't work if it's not hanging from something that will hold it up. And I want you to know something. You can argue points of contention biblically until you're blue in the face if you do you and you might be right but if you do not hang the truth on these two things that we're going to talk about in just a moment your argument your preaching your emphasis doesn't work it doesn't work Anything the Pharisees had right had become ineffective. And everything they had wrong had become a blinder to the real truth because they'd left two very important things out. May we not be guilty of that as Christians today. The Bible says in verse number 35, Then one of them, the Pharisees, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Oh, you know what this guy said? (laughs) There's 613. How is he going to (laughs) pick? We got him now. Anything he says, I can counter that argument. I can make him look like a peon. I am a lawyer. I am the lawyer of lawyers, the scribe of scribes. He says, "I'll, I'll catch him in his words. I'll catch the back door. I'll get him. I'll have an angle that he cannot escape. Little did they know they were dealing with 
the all-knowing Son of God, God in the flesh. The Bible says here, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. This was a passage of Scripture from the book of Deuteronomy that every Jewish person was very familiar with. Jesus, as a child, would have quoted this over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. These Pharisees recited this verse of Scripture almost daily as part of being a faithful Jew. And Jesus said, hey, look, here's the first. He says, I want you to think about it. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God. He starts this with love. Now, what was the spirit of the Pharisees? The Bible says it very plainly that this Pharisee scribe, this Pharisee lawyer, came to him tempting him. Did he approach him with the love of God? Did he approach Jesus? Did the scribe approach Jesus saying, Man, I really hope this guy will just will get right and he'll, he'll change his ways and I, I wish him the best. No, he didn't wish him the best. He didn't love God. He didn't love his neighbor. He hated Jesus because Jesus was encroaching on his dirty, rotten, religious flesh. So he's tempting Jesus. And Jesus says, all right, here's the point that I want to make. Number one, he says, hey, love the Lord your God. Love. Oh, really? Agape is what it says. Deep, earnest love. He says, Love the Lord your God. Love the Lord. Hmm. Now you start with the lordship of Jesus Christ. And if God is Lord, that means that you are his subject. And Jesus says, look, you should love the Lord your God. Love God. Love God. Don't just, don't just love him a little bit. Don't just like the way he is sometimes. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. How should we love God? With all of our heart. The, the heart of a man, it's the core of his being. It's right here in the center of our lives. The heart. The heart is, is, our, is our connection with God. It's, it's our understanding. It's, it's us, the heart of a man. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The heart of you is what makes you up. I'll just have you know something. If your heart is right with God, then out of you do not proceed filthy rottenness. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Hmm. <laughs> I've mashed my fingers occasionally in my life. And in the last few years, I'm always into something I shouldn't be, but I'm trying something, trying to fix something, and I've mashed my finger. How many of you ever mashed your finger? It's wonderful, isn't it? I love it. I'm just kidding. I don't. I hate it. But uh, I've mashed my finger around my wife, around my kids, and shook it off, dance a little bit, and I, I'm like, heart check. I, not only did I not say a bad word, I didn't even think one. Thank you, Jesus. Because what's in your heart comes out your mouth. What you're saying, it's not just a reflection of the circumstance. It's a reflection of your heart, the core of you. So, hey, the next time 
You throw a little verbal temper tantrum, just be reminded that's a testimony of what's inside of you. That's not just a few words that you wish you hadn't said. That is what's coming out of your core. And God said, hey, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, your core. I thought this word was kind of interesting. So I saw a few places in Scripture where it was. Do you know the same word is used in the same kind of idea? The Bible says that when we've looked on a maid in lust, the Bible says we've, a, we've committed adultery in our heart already. That's that part of the heart that the Bible is speaking of. You know, the Bible says and uses this same word again. It says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. What do you value? What is of utmost importance? There's your heart. And the Bible says you should love God with all your heart. Now, I couldn't begin in words to put and express the implications of loving God with all of your heart. But I'll have you know something. If God and the love of God and your love for God, and do you know why we love God? Because he first loved us. If the love of God and love for God rules in your heart, and it is your core, and when you react, you speak with the love of God, And when you react, you speak with the love of God. And when you make decisions, in your heart comes out the love of God. Guess what? That changes everything, does it not? Hey, look. If you love God with all your heart, and you hang your Bible truth, and your convictions, and your doctrine, if you hang truth on that, Guess what it becomes? Effective. It's effective. It works. You live like the devil and then try to preach Jesus to somebody. You left the, you left the, you left the hook. Your closet's in the floor. Your clothes are wrinkly and it doesn't work. He says, love the Lord thy God with all your heart. He says, love the Lord your God with all your soul. Soul is literally the breath of life. Your soul is your emotion. Your soul is that part of you. I, I had to study, and I want to find out about this word, soul. I want to love God. If this is, if this is where everything hangs, I want to know about it. And I want to love the, the Lord my God with all my heart. And I want to love the Lord my God with all my soul. That word soul is your life. It's your breath. Imagine this, this is another way that God uses this exact same word. When God sent word to Joseph, Joseph has hidden Jesus in Egypt for a time because Herod sought to to take his life. And God sent word to Joseph and he he said, Joseph, it's okay to go back. They that seek the young child's life is dead. Now, what was the concern? Why did Joseph take Jesus to Egypt? Because Herod wanted to take away Jesus' life. And so the same word, soul and life, are used interchangeably. And so with our very breath, with our lives, we should serve the Lord. We should love God. Folks, I'll let you know something. You can't really love God and not live for him.
You can't really love God and not live for him. I am so thankful to see a group of people here on Wednesday night. Thank you. I thank you for being faithful to the Lord. But I know that you and your children are going to reap the benefit of being here. You know, if you love God with your soul, with your very breath, you know what happens? It's rough getting to church on Wednesday night. I know. I'm the pastor of the church. And sometimes it's hard to get here. I mean, you've got kids trying to get kids ready, trying to get supper. You've been working and doing things all day, trying to get to church. It's not easy. But you know what will happen? If you love God with your whole soul, with your life, you'll sit down at the supper table and you'll be dead to the world. You'll have drool come out both sides of your mouth because it's been difficult today. Spilt food on your on your shirt because you don't have the strength to get the spoon to your mouth while you're eating supper. You're wore out. You had not had your supper cup of coffee yet. You fill in the blanks. You know what I'm getting at. And I'll tell you what, if you love the Lord your God with all your soul, you'll sit there a minute and you'll think, I ain't going tonight. And the Spirit of God will say, you probably ought to. And then the love of Christ... That love you have for him in your soul, with your life, it'll begin to fire up. And it might not be easy, but you'll do what you have to do to drag yourself out the door and get to church. How many of you have ever felt like that? How many of you ever got here and you praised Jesus that you came because God helped you? It works like that. It don't only work on Wednesday night, but it works for Sunday school. I think it works more for Sunday school than it does for Wednesday night. I'm afraid we don't listen to the voice of God as much as when we're in the bed as we do when we're sitting at the supper table. If you love God with your life, you will make a priority out of the things that are a priority to God. And God says about attending church that we should not forsake this assembly of ourselves together. And God's Word... Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.